What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Heavy cloth around their shoes gave them a secure foothold until they reached the steeper slopes. And there, in accordance with Reed's suggestion, they used their bayonets as alpine stocks. A third of the way up the slope, and they reached one of the clumps of cedar into which they crawled, although a glittery network of silver it was a cold cover but they lay on the ice there and watched for Slade's next shot they heard it about a minute later and then saw him behind a pine about 500 yards away after sending his bullet into the valley he had withdrawn a little and was slipping another cartridge into the fine breech loading rifle that he carried the most modern and highly improved weapon then used as Werner could clearly see. Would you let me take a look at him through your glasses? asked Reed. Certainly, replied Werner, handing them to him. Just as I thought, said Reed, as he took a long look. He's done gone plumb mad with the wish to kill. It streaks some evil minded critters that way sometimes, and he's had so much luck shooting down at us and keeping a whole little army besieged that it's mounted to his head. If he had his way, he'd just wipe out all of us. Sanguary and savage mind, said Werner. It's the spirit of the rattlesnake or the cobra, and we must exterminate him. He's moving further along the ridge, and he's exactly between us and that clump of cedars, higher up and about 300 yards away. If we could make those cedars, we could bring him within range. It's a pretty steep climb, but I want to try it. We can do sure by stabbing our bayonets into the ice and Hanging on to him as we edge up, said Reed optimistically. The clump itself will help hide us, and Slade ain't likely to look this way. As I told you, he has gone plumb mad with the blood fever, and he ain't got eyes for anything except the soldiers in the valley, but he wants to shoot. Poison, nothing but poison, said Werner. We must remove him as speedily as possible for the sake of the universe. Come on, I mean to lead. He emerged from the clump and took his way toward the second cluster, digging a heavy hunting knife into the ice wherever he felt that he was about to slip. Reed was just behind him, breathing hard from the climb. Then came the whole detachment. Werner felt a momentary shiver lest the gorilla see them. If he caught them on the steep ice between the two cedar clumps, he could decimate them with ease. Fortune was kind, and they breathed mighty sighs of relief as they drew into the second network of silver, where they close watching for Slade, who had fired three times into the valley while they were on their way. He had gone further down the ridge, but they saw him partially as he kneeled for another shot. If he moved again in the same direction after firing, 
they wouldn't be able to reach him and werner reed agreeing with him decided that they must take the attempt to move him now or never it was a hard target not much of slade's body showing but the entire party took aim and fired together at the leader's word slade threw up his arms fell back on the side of the mountain and then slid down the slippery slope werner watched him with a kind of a horrified fascination as he shot over the clear ice his body struck a small pine presently and shattered it the broken pieces of the icy sheaf flying in the air like crystals after a momentary pause from the resistance slade went on stood over a shelf and disappeared into a deep drift he's out of business said reed i reckon we'd better go down thar and see if he's all broken to pieces they climbed down slowly and painfully reaching the drift but to their amazement slade was not there they found his rifle in spots of blood but the outlaw was gone a thin red trail that led down a rift showing the way he went we hit our bar take the bite out of him said reed philosophically we, we ain't got his hide to show still he's all broken up just the same cause he didn't even think to take his gun and this red trail shows that we won't be bothered by him again for a long time Warner would have preferred an annihilation or capture of Slade, whom he truly called a rattlesnake or cobra. But he was satisfied, nevertheless. He had destroyed the gorilla's power to harm for a long time, at least. And not a man has been hurt. He was sure to receive Colonel Winchester's words of approval. And he felt a swell of pride, but did not show it by word or manner. Carrying the rifle as a visible proof of victory, they returned to the cove and received from colonel winchester the words for which they were grateful further proof was the failure of slade to return and the lifting of the terrible weight which a single man had put upon them they could now go about in the open as they pleased big fires were built up again and cheerfulness returned the mountaineers brought in more food the next day and the following night reed and another mountaineer crossed the ridge and were lucky enough to shoot a fat bear in a ravine they dressed it there and between them managed to bring the body back to camp a day later they secured another and there was a great feast of fresh meat that night the weather rapidly turned warmer and all knew the big thaw was at hand a long heavy rain that lasted almost until daylight hastened it and great floods roared down the slopes tons and tons of melting snow also slid into the valley and the creek became a booming torrent they were more thankful than ever for their huts and lean-tos and all except the sentinels clung closely to their shelter throughout the day the mountains were veiled in vapors from the rain and the melting snow and after another night the troops saddled and departed the horses treading ankle-deep in mud but their riders eager to get away we overstayed our time said dick looking back but it was a good cove for us our presence there tempted the enemy to battle and we destroyed him then we had shelter and a home when the great storm came a good cove truly said pennington and we shan't forget it when they reached the main pass they found it also deep in mud and melting snow their progress was slow and painful but before noon they met shepherd and the sergeant returning with news that they had carried an account of the victory to general sheridan but that nothing had happened in the main valley save a few raids by mosby Shepard, who acted as spokesman, 
was too tactful to say much, indicated very clearly that the commander-in-chief was highly pleased with the destruction of Slade and Skelly band, the maraudings of which became a great annoyance and danger. Dick was eager to hear more, and when the opportunity presented itself, he questioned the sergeant privately. "'What do you hear from Petersburg?' he asked. "'Is the deadlock there broken?' "'Not yet, sir,' replied the sergeant. "'The winter being so very severe, the troops are not able to do much. General Lee still holds his lines. I suppose that General Grant doesn't care to risk another cold harbor. But what has been done here in the Valley of Virginia should enable him to turn Lee's flanks in the spring. I take it that you're right, sir. General Lee is a hard nut to crack, as we all know. But his army is wearing thin away, and in the spring the shell of the nut will be so thin that we'll smash it. The column, after its exploit, reported to Sheridan at Winchester, the little city around which and through which the war rolled four long years, and where two great commanders, one of the gray and the other of the blue, had their headquarters at time. But Colonel Winchester and his young staff officers rode through the streets that were faced by closed shutters and windows. Nowhere was the hostility to the northern troops more bitter and intense than in Winchester the beloved city of the great Stonewall, which had seen with its own eyes so many of his triumphs. Dick and his comrades had learned long since not to speak to the women and girls for fear of their sharp tongues, and in his heart he could not blame them. Youth did not keep him from having a philosophical and discerning mind, and he knew that in the strongest of people the emotions often triumph over logic and reason. Warner's little algebra was all right when the question was algebraic, but sentiment and passion had a great deal to do with the affairs of the world, and where they were concerned, the book was of no value at all. Dick's new rank of captain was conferred upon him by General Sheridan himself, and it was accompanied by a compliment which, true, made him blush in modesty. A few days later, Warner received the same rank for his achievement in driving away Slade, and it was conferred upon Pennington, too, for general excellence. The three were supremely happy, and longed for more enemies to conquer. But a long period of comparative idleness ensued. The winter continued of unexampled severity, and they spent most of their time in camp, although they did not waste it. Several books of mathematics came from the north to Werner, and he spent many happy evenings in their study. Dick got a hold of a German grammar and exercise book, and several others joining them, they made a little class, which, though it met irregularly, learned much. Huntington was a wonder among the horses. When the veterinarians were at a loss, they sent for him, and he rarely failed of a cure. His modestly ascribed his merit to his father who taught him everything about horses on the great plains, for a man's horse was so often the sole barrier between him and death. Thus the winter went on, and they longed eagerly for spring, the breaking up of the great cold, and the last campaign. End of chapter 14 Recording by Kenneth Sergeant Gagan Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.